Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, February 5th. The Vols are on the right track. Signing day, I know there's only two, so it's really weird and underwhelming. Kind of underwhelming, but it's also really exciting because you got who you wanted. Yeah. You signed who you... Decade of the Vols? It's off to a good start if you don't count basketball. Um, yeah. Football balls. Yeah. And basketball, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll somehow find a way to win. I don't know. We got on a track last night. There's something going on. <laughs> I don't know if it's the track, but hopefully. I mean, I felt like that win, we could have used that win a while ago, but uh, we'll take it now, I guess. Take it when we can get it. Exactly. Yep. So, it is what it is. Um, I actually didn't get to watch much of the game, so I'm kind of in the dark. I watched the last five minutes, which I almost turned it off because I was keeping up with it. Saw we were losing. Really sad, I know. And then, then I started watching like the last five minutes, and I was like, "I'm bad luck. I need to turn this off." So you're the, you're to blame? No, no, no. I'm I'm the reason we won. Oh, okay. I you only watched the on. last five minutes. Oh, yeah. Hmm. You're good luck. I I'm something. I don't know. I've I've been to a couple games with you this year, and we've lost. So I don't know. If I've been to more good games luck. with you that we've <laughs> that that makes sense, <laughs> but. Yeah, we've been to the same amount of games together. Yeah, it wouldn't work out any other way. But I mean, all I'm saying is, I wasn't watching the first half. I was at a high school basketball game. Then got home for the last seven or eight minutes. I didn't even check the score yet, and I was like, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't watch it. And I was like, Nope, we're gonna break any curses now. And we broke maybe a curse. I don't know. So you got to keep doing that. Sure, I'll do that. Now I'll be at the Kentucky game. All right, I'll sit and I'll. Go behind the curtain? Yeah. Up there? Yeah, I'll yeah. go behind the curtain and yeah. wait until we start losing. Just sit in the dark? Reappear. <laughs> wait until we start losing, make a comeback, and then I'll appear. You should go live in the dark up there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if anybody here is listening that's affiliated with the University of Tennessee, if you will let me sit behind a curtain. I already have my ticket. Just let me sit I think behind. everybody would agree. If it's for the better. That's what I'm saying. do it. Yeah. So, I won't even wear Tennessee gear if, that, if I need to do that. No, you can wear it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm glad because I pay a lot of money for that stuff, so I want to wear it. Um, we are talking about National Signing Day. Again, mm. just a weird feeling. Like waking up this morning, typically you wake up at like 7 a.m. because the faxes are rolling in. Yeah. Did we, do they even still use faxes, fax machines now? I'm, I didn't hear like the faxes thing. Today. At all. No, no. So all. maybe they got finally got rid of it. Or maybe, uh, what's his name at Missouri was yelling over it, and that's why we couldn't hear it. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> that was a terrible video. Whoever's idea it was to just follow him around the office yelling at people, that's the most awkward video I've ever seen. I wanted to tweet, like, yay, it's tax season. <laughs> like, what is he doing? Who was like, yeah, let's just follow him around? Like, even if it was a big five-star. Also, like, do coaches just watch the live videos and stuff? Just like every other I guess, fan? yeah. That was weird. That, yeah, that kind of was weird. I feel like you sh- maybe you sh- should know before then. Usually know, they, they, they keep know. it under wraps, man. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't, I don't know. We I like about- I, I felt the same like as him. Like I feel like he should know a little bit more. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you would think. <clears throat> yeah, you would think. I don't know. Because I did the same reaction when we got Malachi Wadman. He just ran around the <clears throat> office yelling, "Yeah!" <laughs> yeah. And he like hit some random person that looked like he did not. Know I was, was waiting for him to cuss, but maybe they told him like don't cuss. Well, he looked like some random like one guy kind of like pokes his head out of his office, and he's like, "Yeah!" And the dude's like, "Cool." Yeah. 
He's like, what's going on? Did we get free donuts? We should. <laughs> Krispy Kreme's delivered, guys. Good news. We are talking about National Signing Day, though, and we are going to talk about some recruiting recruiting rankings. Um, the Vols fell where we should have, right? I mean, some people are going to be disappointed because that's just the way they are because they're dicks. But overall, you can't be disappointed. Yeah, I mean, this is the best class that Jeremy Pruitt's had. Yeah, you can't be that that upset. So, um, especially with the way it was rounded out and possibly continues to round out. We'll talk all about that. We're going to talk about the Vols win over Alabama. Not often you can travel to Coleman Coliseum and get a win in comeback fashion. It's nice. We're going to preview uh, Kentucky this Saturday and preview the Ice Bears game and mainly preview the Wiener Dog races. I got all the names of the Wiener Dogs, so we're going to pick a winner. Okay. That's not true. I didn't do that. We should just make up names, though. We should. We should make up names, see if we can pick the winner. Like, like popular dog names. Okay. And then see if we can pick the winner. Like, Mr. Without even knowing if that person's Mr. Competing. Cuddlepuff or something. That's a popular dog name. I don't know. Some weird. <laughs> I don't know why you, <clears throat> why you make your names Mr. and Mrs. I hate that. Do people do that? Like dogs? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I don't like that. We're going to talk about some I don't know about Cuddlepuff, but that's that's what I thought. Of. Is that what you're naming your next dog? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're going to talk about some SEC basketball, uh, the games <clears throat> last night and the games tonight. Then we got some segments for you. Before we do that, oh, and the Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl celebrations. I like it. Travis Kelsey, want to be Gronk? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like him. Just like a nerdy Gronk. <laughs> nerdy Gronk, that's it. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, Landon's going to tell you all about our friends at Commercial Bank. Yeah, guys. Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank, and they're a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Guys, go check them out for any financial needs. Do it. Get over to Commercial Bank. Right now. <clears throat> right now. Talk about National Signing Day. Boom, baby. You you literally can't be more disappointed. There's no possible way. There's nobody else we were going for. No, it's, that's it. It's you a, went two for two. If we're just talking about today. Alone, today, yeah. Cannot be disappointed. Two for all. two. So, you can't even argue that. That was big. Big. Big time. And we projected it. We predicted it. You projected it. I'm not. I can't take credit for that. I mean, if you want to give me credit, I'll just sit back. I won't say anything. We're one in the same, Caleb. Fair. <laughs> I mean, if if I am bad brothers luck, from another mother, if I am bad luck, then I did the right thing in predicting. Yeah. I predicted why I did say um, I said Weidman to Florida State, right? Is that what I said? Yeah. But I also said I kind of feel good about both, but just for the sake of Tennessee's going to lose one of them, and I feel like D Beckwith. Yeah, it, D Beckwith seemed like he was coming here. The Tennessee fan in you. Yeah, kinda. that was what that was what was telling me to. And we, we had some little birdies tell us that D. Beckwith was finished. Finished. So, uh, yeah. So. Big day. Big day. I did not realize. I knew D. Beckwith was a freak athlete. I did not realize Malika Weidman. Have I not showed you the videos? I haven't seen. I didn't know he was. So he doesn't officially have an offer for basketball though, right? Yes, he does. Oh, he does? I thought D. Well, Beckwith did. He's they, probably going to be a walk-on They both do. They both, okay. they both would be walk-ons. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's not a scholarship, line. right? Yeah, but I thought like Beckwith was like officially offered. I didn't realize Weidman. I knew he had the opportunity to play basketball. I didn't realize it was Weidman like, is a nationally ranked prospect. I didn't basketball. realize Weidman was as good as he was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that dude's a freak. Yep. And I think both of these both of these guys were positions of need. Um, yeah. On the offensive side of the ball, and that's that's what. 
we needed. That's what we got. What do you? I mean, some people were asking. I saw a few tweets about it. I mean, do you think Beckwith stays at tight end? Some people were like, he may not want to put on weight because of basketball. That would only help him. Yeah. I'll say this about the whole basketball thing. It's going to be difficult for those two guys to find the floor next year. Right. Um, and, and it's it's difficult anyway to play two sports. It's just football is year-round now. Yeah. Especially, Especially at, at, a, yeah, at, at a big-time college like Tennessee. Right. It's going to be very difficult for them to play basketball. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that all works out. I, f- I feel like Weidman being nationally ranked, Rick Barnes – works around every single problem he possibly could to get him right. on the court. Yeah. I don't know if that, that may be the same with the Beckwith. I don't know. Um, but I mean, I, I guess they want to, they want to play basketball. I think T Martin mentioned today that when Pruitt went and saw Wadman play basketball, he scored 42 points in front of him. So he was probably thinking we're not even going to get this guy. He called and no one's going to get, and he this called guy. Rick Barnes after did he? Yeah. Smart guy. So that's smart. As someone did have, a, I don't know who tweeted who, if, if if I'm not giving you proper credit, I apologize. Someone said Rick Barnes is out here fixing the basketball team too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that it just – if if this season that we're in right now, this current basketball season, is like next year, I feel like Malachi Wideman probably steps on the court. But yeah. next year with Jaden Springer and Keon Johnson, it's definitely him playing that shooting guard, he's 6'4", just – you know, kind of that same position that they have. Right. It's going to be very difficult for him to see the court, in my opinion. No, yeah. I mean, I. It, and if that, you're not, if thing. you're not a for sure starter, why, why go over there? Right. I, I'm curious to see what happens with with that situation. I'd love to have him either way. So yeah, what do you think? I mean, if you can, if you can play, play. Right. Um, go for it. But I, I think this is huge. Just you know, we already have some wide receiver commits, but it's kind of a different set wide receiver right um, with Malachi Wyman he's he's a taller guy six four and a half um guy that can go up and get the football he's a guy that can run I feel like he's kind of more of a guy that replaced Mark West Calloway and Juwan Jennings right. we're not taking anything away from Jalen Hyde and Jimmy Calloway their speed is much needed but I think if we're just replacing what we had at that position already Malachi Wideman fits that mold. I feel like Jalen Hyatt and Jimmy Callaway bring in something that we didn't have last year. Right. Um, and then D, D Beckwith is going to start off at wide receiver. I think he's built more of a tight end. Um, and that's a need right now. So Or, or, or used in, in like a Swiss Army knife, just like a tight end, wide receiver, hybrid, somebody that could play in the backfield, like a Taysom Hill. Yeah. Interesting. You know, some somebody like that. Also, he's got dreads, so that makes him a lot better at football, right? He's immediately better at football. And I think he, or was it Weidman, wears, because Weidman has a, not long dreads, but he has dreads, doesn't he? No, he does not. Okay. Does he have longer hair? I don't think so. Okay. I thought I saw him. So, I guess it is Beckwith, though, that dreads and armbands. So Yeah. He's immediately a 99 on NCAA, so. Absolutely. Count it in. Yeah, he, he's one that, like, like, NCAA, like, 06, like, I made... D Beckwith. Right. And you were the fastest and strongest on right. the field. So yeah. that's exciting that we're you got not only everyone you wanted, um, but guys that were well, one guy that was a complete flip. And then another guy that was Yeah, and you know, had, and had other opportunities. Like you beat out Memphis or somebody for these kids. Like Malachi Wyman, you beat out Ole Miss, Florida State, D Beckwith, you beat out Florida. Right. Um I think 
Oregon was in Malachi Wadman as well. I don't know how big of a factor they were, but obviously it doesn't matter because he's coming to Tennessee. Tennessee now. We got the facts. The facts. Um, FAX. So, I mean, these are some high-profile guys, and, you know, it it showed in the final, I guess not final rankings, but Tennessee made a top-ten class. Right. That's huge. Um, Just from where we were, like, losing to Georgia State to – Signing a top ten class, I don't think you can go and. Um, no, the season wasn't the best season, but the way the season finished is best case scenario. Yeah, and so. and you're still building momentum, like nothing has stopped. Right, like, put on more steam. Put on more steam. Like it when the brakes go against you. Yeah, dude, I I hate it. I'm so excited for football season now. It pisses me off. It, it pisses you so, off because it makes me so because mad. it's so far away or because basketball's so bad i don't really have anything to tide you over well it's so far away and it's just like you know every year when the season ends you tell yourself as a tennessee fan i'm not going to get pumped up we're not winning x amount of games yeah but now i mean if you're if we're taking bets i i know my redneck ass will be on the boat in july and douglas lake on the balls are going to win 15 i know oh, yeah. like i know that's how it's going to be you talk yourself into every game. Exactly. You're like, Alabama's at home. I'll be a lot more, because I'm drunk, I'll be a lot more, you know. Florida's at home. She's like, ugh. We're going to win. We're going to win them all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already talking myself into it. I don't even have to wait until July. We're here now. See, I mean, this this is huge. So, Rivals has the Vols um, ranked at number eight um, in the team rankings. And 247 Composite Rankings has the Vols at number 10. So let's see who's actually in front of us. Uh, I've got to pull it up right here. Well, so I think we're away s- from it. We seventh oh, on rivals. Ones. Sorry, I was on two. I'm on two four seven. Okay. Two four seven. So we're we're tenth on two four seven. Yeah, Texas, Florida, Auburn, A and M, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia are in front of us. Gotcha. Georgia coming in with the number one class. Pretty impressive. Available to sign a. How many kids? I got a bag man somewhere. Oh yeah. Just I mean, we, let's be honest. We've got a bag man too. You don't win those two today without a bag man. Yeah, that's fine. And I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay it. with it. Let's not talk about it, but I'm okay with it. And then rivals has uh, Florida, Texas A&M, Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia in front of us. So are we one, two, three, four, five. We're sixth in the SEC on rivals, and we're seventh in the SEC. Um. Two four seven. Okay. So not middle of the pack. <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean, it, it's a top ten class, right? And, oh, I mean, and everybody that's in front of you had a better record than you, right? Right, and I mean, besides maybe Texas, it's hard. Like it, it is hard to judge. I hate recruiting rankings to an extent, but at the same time, like, when's the last time a national champion, an SEC champion, didn't have a top ten class? Yeah. Like, they do... They ref- do correlate. They reflect, some, certainly. Yeah, yeah. They reflect. So, yeah, I mean, it's not the end-all, be-all, but they reflect. Well, I mean, even former used to talk about the Jimmys and Joes. Like, you right. have to have the, the talent in here to be able to, to win football games. Yeah, if you don't have the if you don't have the guys here, it, you can go ahead and mail it in. Like, it doesn't matter. Also, what made today great was Florida just striking out. Yeah, they missed out on several people, right? Yeah, Jameer Gibbs picked Georgia Tech. Um, you hate to see it, man. Uh, Vontae Williams, I think that's right, uh, picked Miami, and then D. Beckwith picked Tennessee. Mm. 
Hate to, yeah, you, you hate, you, to, you see hate to see it. Absolutely. But yeah, let's let so. Uh, where do we stand in the twenty twenty one class though? Like, how I know that was kind of also, it was looking better at one point than the twenty twenty class, right? Is it, that still the case, or is it? it it's just a, a lot different, um, like geography wise, just because there's not a ton of talent in the state, um, okay. and we sun we just signed a ton of of talent, um. Mm-hmm. In the state of Tennessee, like Cooper Mays, Keyshawn Lawrence, Tyler right. Barron, Amari Thomas, all those Memphis kids. Next year, it's going to be like the state of Alabama, the the, North, the Carolinas. You know, it's going to be – you're going to have to go out of your state and get some guys. But Peru mentioned today, he was like, you know, if you want to come to Tennessee, we're going to recruit you no matter where you're at. There you go. Go get them. Go find them all across Alaska. Look at Niedemeyer. Yeah. And right now, the class has 27 um, commits. The 2021 class? Or, I'm sorry, six, six commits. We're ranked number 27. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, a couple couple guys, and only one of those is in-state? Yeah. The Elijah Howard kid. That's the only kid in-state wow. right now. So, it's Alabama, Virginia, North Carolina, Alabama, Florida, so yeah, you're gonna have to go outside of your state. So it's so right. much different for that 2021 class. But hey, you finished out 2020. You go and win some football games. I think that was the key in this whole class was just proving you can win football games. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you hadn't finished the way that your season, the way you finished your season, you could have just you could have kissed it goodbye. Right. So that's that. I mean, that's absolutely true. Um, you got anything else for recruiting you want to talk about? Um. I mean, not really recruiting, but is Jeremy Banks coming back? I mean, Peru said no in his press conference. Right. But, but, but that also could mean, judging by his Instagram, which, I mean, sometimes you read you read maybe too much into those. I don't know. But he could be on like a – so what he – all he said was he wasn't reinstated yet, right? Right. So what could be happening is he could be on, you know, like Jeremy Peru talked about, how Jawan Jennings got back on the team. Like, he wasn't just, okay. Yeah, he, he had to do a lot of stuff to get back Right, on so whatever team. that may be, run punishment, you know, making a certain GPA, mm-hmm. going to tutoring. I mean, it, it seems service. like, if you follow Jeremy Banks, it seems like he's on some sort of plan. Right, that's what, that's what I'm saying. So, it looks like, that's what my guess is right now. So, it's probably in the works he's going to be reinstated. Right. If It just hasn't happened yet. Right. I like that shirt, by the way. Thanks, man. I go to that uh, Champs. Interesting. Yeah. Next to um, Kroger. No, not Champs. Hibbets, sorry. Oh, even Hibbets. more surprising. Yeah. That place usually sucks. It was eight bucks. All right, guys, I'm going to go to Hibbets. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he is on some sort of plan, though. I agree. But just hadn't had the official reinstatement yet. Yep. So. And then, and then, judging by the tweet, we won't see him back in the spring. Probably won't see him back till fall camp if he isn't reinstated. Right. So. And then the Vols made it public. The uh, or made it official. Joe Osavet, two tight ends, and Brian Niedermeyer over to the defensive side of the ball. Right. I like it. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, we kind of already talked about how we thought that that would all kind of work out, and it did. And Joe Osavet was he proved himself, and right. he got a promotion. I think that's huge. And then we also talked about some stability on that coaching staff. Something that. I feel like it's good for the players. I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily good for. I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's necessarily the 
rest of the staff really cares. But as far as the players, like they like taking instruction from somebody that they know. Right. Like if some new guy comes in, it, it takes a while for them to get used to somebody. What about Joe Osevac getting an on-field position before Bush Jones? Ooh, that's a hot. You should tweet that. That's funny. Has no one mentioned it? I don't know. I haven't heard that. Oh, well. well I'll tweet right now. <laughs> Go get Go retweet it. me, please. <laughs> I'm in the need of some retweets. So. That's hilarious. Yeah. What about, uh? so do you think Butch Jones is going to Michigan State? As a head coach? No. Nah. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess depending on who gets a job, someone he's really uh, – sorry. Um, someone he's like – you know, has history with. Maybe he could end up there as like an offense coordinator or a position coach. But yeah, I just don't see anyone giving him a head coaching job. No, I don't either. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, how can Butch Jones not get a head coaching job, but Larry Scott can? Like Larry Scott's going to Howard, but I mean, still shoot. Like, could Butch Jones not get on at Howard somewhere like that? You would think. Yeah. I'm tired I mean, of paying the man. I'm tired of it. Is would on field be hyphened, hyphenated? Yeah, sure. I don't know. I have no idea. Who cares? <laughs> I'm terrible. Um, also, Wanya Morris uh, will be out for spring practice. Should be back around um, fall camp, but I think Volquest reported today that he had a um, hip injury that he had to have surgery on. But the good thing is we have some depth at. The line position, whereas a couple years ago we had zero depth. I know, golly, it's so nice to like you're not freaking out about one day Morris. I mean, I know it's just a spring, but two years ago we would have been like, he needs a spring bad, right? Whereas now we're like, yeah, take the time to rest. We're just gonna get a couple guys some more reps and have move some guys some different positions. We're we're fine. Yep, and hopefully be 100 percent healthy in the fall. But yeah, no, this. I mean, and and that can show some some of those new freshmen that are coming in that like, hey, like. Injuries happen. Right. You get a chance to compete. Right. What about us being favored on ESPN's? I know. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. I was just pulling the page. Sorry. We'll talk about that later. I got ahead of myself. Yeah. I I just happened to click on it just now. I mean, that's all I got for for this. I mean, just 23 signees, top 10 class. I don't think you can um, hate on that. And possibly one more. Yeah, is that, a rumor. Is Zach Evans gonna make a decision? Let's I mean, speak it, it into existence. Right I guess now. you can make a decision if you matter. want to, but yeah, it it's matter. it's not gonna be over until you're on campus. Someone brought up the Bryce Brown point. Is he gonna be the next Bryce Brown? It's Which Bryce Brown at least played, right? I didn't. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. So I mean, this is just the weirdest recruitment right. I've ever seen in my life. Yep. <clears throat> just odd, and I don't know, like. But the good thing is we, we got these two guys, so I don't feel like we have to get Zach Evans. No. Like, if we get him, great. great. If not, I mean, we talk, we As long as he doesn't it. go to an SEC East team, I could care less. We, I mean, we talked about it on Sunday's show. It, it's just a luxury take at this point. Like, yeah. You've got, you've got the pieces you need. And with that running back room, I mean, there's plenty of capable talent in that running back room. You don't necessarily, like, have to have Zach Evans. He's not a make-or-break-your-season kind of guy. Right. But if he comes in and – Wins wins a Heisman or I don't know wins beats Alabama or beats Florida for you, heck, I mean that's worth it. Just one game, right? So I don't know. That's 
Thursday. You said tomorrow he could make a decision. That was the that's the rumor going that's on right rumor. now. That's the rumor. That's I don't weird. know. I don't know whether I believe it or not. Yeah. All right, we'll see. That's well, all I got for recruiting. Let's talk about the comeback win against Alabama, sixty-nine, sixty-eight. Nice. Fifteen point deficit at one point, down eight at the half. Blue yeah, right. I think I think it was huge to to make a little bit of comeback, and um, I think you scored like you went on a, like a four zero run to in the half. Okay, like, I th- I think that was huge, and and us, you know, seeing light at the end of the tunnel where hey, you we can come back, right? We can, you can come back from eight points. Now down fifteen, that's a lot, right? But you cut it to eight. I mean that that's I think there was. Alabama was kind of worn out. They they especially looked like in the second half because they weren't knocking down every single yeah. three like they were in the first half. 20 turnovers. I mean, they're going to shoot themselves over that one. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look I, at look what I, Tennessee I think, did on the boards, too. Yeah, I think a lot of it's defense. I mean, we just played – We're like I said, we're one of the best defensive teams in the country. Right. No, nah, I don't know about the country, but SEC definitely SEC, probably, yeah. yes. Um, our offense is just what's killing us. Right. It's bad, but twenty turnovers you turn them into but, into points, and then you they're one and done. Yeah, and we also look back, you know, or look at it, and we've been saying this team will go as far as Jordan Bowden goes. Well, he goes. How many points do you have in the first half? Not many. Four, and then sixteen in the second half. I know a lot of those came from the free throw line, but he still had to get to the free throw line. Yep. And when he scores, and when he does what he needs to do on the offensive end, not even what he needs to do. I mean, just produces in to some extent. This team plays well because he still is 0 for 6 from behind the arc. He does so much better when he's like goes inside the arc instead of just standing outside of it. He'll never do that. He'll I know. Well, that. And, and it kills me because yeah. like his his shooting slump is it's affecting the whole team. Right. It's not just like right. he's shooting one or one or two or two or three. Right. And that's it. No, he's shooting he was 0 for 6 from 3. Right. No, it definitely it, the team relies on what he does. They're going to go as far as he goes. We need him to start playing better basketball. And he, and he does great defensively. He had six steals, yeah. um, seven rebounds, two assists. But the the shooting, man, oh, my God. We have to be one of the worst shooting teams in the country. Oh, there's almost zero doubt in my mind. That's true. 11% from yeah. three? There's no doubt in my mind. That's true. What was Alabama? Alabama from three was like 40%. 40%. Yeah. yeah. It was bad. I mean, that, that was the – that's why they were winning because they're knocking down threes and we couldn't. Right. I mean, we're kind of we're either even or beating them in like every other category. So does this game is this game different with Josiah Jordan James? Yeah, I th- I think so. Just because he can defend, he helps with that. I mean, they're guard they're guard heavy like us. Yeah, and and so he, he can help that. rebound as well. Right. So, you know, they did get nine offensive rebounds. He probably maybe they get seven if he's in there. Right. A couple of second chance points they don't get. Yeah, I think – I mean, there, there's no doubt just Cy James is one of the best players on this team. I think it's just him being – not being as aggressive as we would like him to be. Yeah, right. And I don't know if we get him back for Kentucky or, or not, but he definitely helps. Um, and like you said, we need him to play aggressive. So, if he's going to play, I don't know if the hit the injury is what – you know, change from Kansas to A&M and mm-hmm. why he wasn't aggressive. But we need him to be as aggressive as he was against Kansas. Yeah. So. I mean, Folky and Pons, I mean, can you ask any more of them to? No. I mean. 
what if somebody told you three years ago that East Pawns would lead the SEC in blocks? I would believe it. Blocks, I'd believe it. And he would... Points. He would go against Alabama and get 14 points and 14 rebounds. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd tell you the 14 rebounds better be true. The 14 points won't be. Yeah. Well, I mean, two years ago, he was a guard. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you but wouldn't still, even think that. I mean, that. a guy that can jump through the roof right. should... Maybe not 14 rebounds, but he should be close to double-digit rebounds yeah. just about every game. I mean, Fulkerson was our best... Is he our best player? I think so. I think he's our best player. I mean, 8-9 from... It's just... I. I feel like the hardest thing is just getting him to shoot. Right. Because you have sometimes he sh- he goes like three for three from the floor, and that's that's it. I mean, I feel like he's going to shoot it a lot. It's just you better you better hope he's taking the good sh- – because there's, there's shots that he's really good at and shots <laughs> that he's not great at. You better hope he's taking the ones he's really good at. And, he, and, and, I mean, I don't know how much he went to his left last night, but against like A&M, against um, – Who's our last opponent? Mm. Mississippi State. State. They were taking away the left, and he kept trying to force it, and it killed him. Yep. And he'd either turn it over or shoot it and miss it because it would be defended well. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he can change his game up a little bit, and he'll get to the free throw line too. He'll get fouled a lot. He's getting fouled more than it's getting called, actually. Yep. Because I mean, because he works hard, and he tries to put himself in a good position. But I mean, he's definitely our hardest worker. There's no doubt in my mind about that. I think another hard worker on this team is Santiago Vescovi because everybody else is scared to dribble. He's the only yeah. one that dribbles the basketball. Right. And so, yeah, he was two for 15, but I feel like the man's got to be exhausted. He's playing 38 minutes, and he's the one dribbling the ball at the court right. every single time. Um, he did have eight rebounds. He was our second leading rebounder, um, five assists, only one turnover. I mean, he, he impacts the game a lot more than just scoring, but I yeah. feel like his – his ability to dribble the basketball is why he will probably be our starting point guard next year. Oh, I mean, I'd say there's a good chance he'll be. If yeah. not, he'll log a significant amount of minutes. Yep. So I mean, which if Keon Johnson and, and Jaden Springer are the scorers we expect them to be, is Josiah James is he on the bench? Is he the first one off the bench next year? I mean, if they if they're as good as they they are rumored to be, that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Um, only two points from our bench. Got to have more than that. Um, didn't really get a lot from Blavsich. And we know Devontae Gaines isn't going to give us much offensively, so I, I don't know if 15 minutes is the right amount of time to play him. But he he, he helps he, us he, so much on the defensive end. It's hard to right. deny that. But and it, he, at the he same time. called for some ticky-tack fouls. Um, at just, the same time, though, you need you need points from your bench. So, like, I mean, he, he deserves to play. Yeah. 15 minutes is a long time. I mean, it doesn't help that Blavsich played, like, but, but. Yeah. And he'll go in there and get a rebound. Yeah. Like, he, he's not scared of that. But, yeah, Plofsic, I mean, that's down or down like and 12, and then he, he gets a tech called on him right. for elbowing a guy in the, in the back. Just like, come and, on, And Jalen Johnson playing 16 minutes and not having a single point is unacceptable. Yeah. He's too good to. And he only shot once. I mean, the man's got to shoot. Yeah. he He's too good for that to be the case. Man has to. Sh- I mean, we did a good job. Uh, Petty had eleven rebounds, but he was basically their big most of the time because their bigs were in foul trouble the entire time. He only had eight points. Right. That, that I mean that that was huge. Like I said, it was 
they had – who was going to lose the game? Was it us not being able to shoot the basketball or was it going to be the amount of turnovers that Alabama had? And it turned out to be the, the turnovers Alabama had. 20 turnovers. Also the fouls. They had 26 fouls. Yeah. They're just hacking. I mean, a lot, a lot on of their people, home course. I don't want to hear like, oh, the a lot, of, a lot of people said the officiating was terrible. But, I mean, it's just SEC officiating where you happen to be on the right side of it this time. Yeah. We've been on the wrong side at plenty. Don't worry. And you're at home. I don't I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> I don't know. We've, we've had some poor officiating at home. That's true. We have. So, like I said, it's SEC officiating. We happen to be on the right end of it tonight. So but you're also at 15. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that That's that's unacceptable. Old Nate Oates really doing it for the Tide. Dude, I. I do like the fight from this team. I mean, I don't think we're a great basketball team, but I mean, you, you got to be impressed by the the amount of fighting yeah. and clawing to get to get that win last night. I mean, coming back from fifteen against any opponent is tough, and they were able to do that. Um, I mean, people were talking about Alabama being a bubble team early on in SEC play. That's and one thing that was said last night is that this game was kind of a decider for Tennessee and Alabama, like who's going to be potentially who was going to be that bubble team coming out of the SEC. And we were on the right side of that. Was, We've got a lot was, more SEC games to win. What stinks is the, it's not, the SEC schedule, too, yeah. that we have next is, right. is not in our favor. We've got to win a lot more SEC games to even have that conversation, to even make the NIT. I mean, we've got to be in postseason. That's what's got to happen. Right. We've got to be in the postseason. So, I, I don't know. I'd like to uh, – this home UK game is going to be big. Last time they came to Knoxville – they got whooped. Yep. But one one thing I do that I noticed in this game that I understand Rick Barnes, like when you make a mistake, he gets you out. But some of these freshmen, like, do you not just let them play out some of those mistakes? I mean, yes, and I don't know. I my only I, I mean, don't get the come on played two minutes. I haven't what I haven't understood this year about Rick Barnes, because he's always had a short leash. And if that's how you're gonna coach, fine. But I feel like he hasn't had a short leash with um, Bowden. And I feel like he hadn't had a short leash with – there's someone else I was complaining Viscovi. about earlier. Viscovi, I feel like his leash is kind of short, but I also feel like he gets back in more because he knows he's our only point guard. Right. <laughs> so I feel like he comes off the floor pointy, but he's going right back on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's always been a short leash guy. You better not make a bunch of dumb mistakes if you want to play. I mean, my, my thing is, like, you're going to need those guys next year. So, like, you know, Kumwa comes in and, and has, you know, a dumb play, and he comes out and doesn't go back in. Like, yeah. you didn't do anything for that kid. I mean, I'd like to see Kumwa play more. I didn't watch the game last night. Obviously, two minutes isn't. But he's also been very ineffective the last couple of games. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm – I don't know. I it, it just I didn't, it seems I, to me, I didn't watch anything he did last night. I saw that he played two minutes, but I bet in the last three games he's had maybe two rebounds. I mean, this year, like, you're probably not going to the tournament if we had to put money on it. No. Um. So I mean, why don't you try to develop some of those guys for next year? Yeah, Kumo didn't have a single rebound. All he had was two points and two fouls against Mississippi State. He, did, he only played two minutes last night, so I won't hold that against him. But yeah. We won't count that game. We'll all go all the way back to Kansas, which I think he played decent against Kansas, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I just, I just feel like he, he gives us – like he, he's been productive in some games. So, like that production is there, but like – I mean, I like him. I think he's going to end up being a pretty good player. Yeah. But I, 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 I want to see also, him developed a little bit more. I think he's just been very, very ineffective. He did get two, two rebounds against A&M. 
But I mean, he's just been terribly ineffective, and he's he's kind of soft right now. Like he is, he does not go down there. At least credit to Fulgerson. At least on the offensive end, he is down there trying to bang with people. Yeah, Kumwa doesn't do that, and he has a couple of nice post moves that I think like that's why I say I think he's going to develop into a nice player. And I think he tries but, to go too fast when he gets the ball. Yeah, he didn't have. I mean, a he single. just like his. His technique and everything is good. He just needs to slow down. He had zero rebounds against Kansas, an assist, a block, and three turnovers. Hmm. So, yeah, he's been terribly ineffective the last two weeks. But, like I said, I like him. I think he could be a really good player. The only thing I don't understand about the short leash that Barnes has is why he doesn't use it on Everybody. every player. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like this is the first year. Like I feel like he even had a short leash with Schofield and Williams last last year. Well, I feel like you you have a – Shorter leash for your guys that have been in the program for years, but you know, guys that are freshmen, you just keep pulling them out. I just, I mean, I think it definitely depends on the mistake. It's I mean, to, I'm not getting paid that kind of money. It's so hard to, I, I don't, I, I guess like I don't know anything, but that's, I feel like that's it's the a, way I see it. I feel like it's very difficult to make a blanket statement in that regard because I feel like there are mistakes that you immediately yank them out, like Josiah James going up and trying to do a highlight dunk. Like, he rightfully so came out for that. Like, there are mistakes that you're yeah, getting yanked immediately. Right. And the mistakes, up. that's why I say, I think it's difficult to put a blanket statement. And then mistakes, like even, you know, I think Kumwas played soft, so let's use him as an example. If he's just not willing to go down low and put a body on somebody, you're coming out for that because that's effort. Mm-hmm. So, now if he's making a, you know, a play, if he's playing too fast, maybe pull him out, set him down, go back in. But again, it... That, it's tough to put a blanket statement. All I do know Barnes has had a short leash for a number of years. It's surprising that Bowden isn't on that short leash. I was surprised when we got Pulisic eligible that he didn't just go ahead and start him over Bowden. I feel like he, he made that statement about Bowden the game before Georgia. Yeah. And I it, So, again, I just don't understand that. Um, but Well, then Pulisic barely played against A&M. He hadn't played much of the last two games. So... Which again, he's a guy that he. Well, he. I think he was gonna. The plan was gonna play him a lot more last night, but then he got in foul trouble and had a stupid tech. And so he, that's, he's been again. He's a guy who's soft and is terribly ineffective right now. Yeah. So I don't see him getting many significant minutes, especially if Josiah Jordan James gets healthy again. Which I know they don't play anywhere close to the same position, but it's shared minutes. Yep. Because we don't really have. I mean, we're, it's we're playing it's, like it's rebounding and. Josiah Jordan James has proved he's been more effective rebounding the ball than Plavsic has. Right. But uh, well, well, I mean, let, let's talk about Rick Barnes yeah. a little bit. So a lot of it's come up, you know, before this Alabama game that you know some people were already like, you know, paying him way too much money. He's the fifth highest paid coach. I get that, but at the same time, I also get that we didn't pay him because we thought he was the fifth best coach in college basketball. We paid him that much. Because we didn't want to start over. Right. We wanted this program to continue the success. If you if your coach leaves, you're probably going to take a step back. Right. And I don't think Tennessee really could afford to take a step back, um, you know, with the, um, with the recruits you have coming in next year. Right. You know, you know this year has been bad. There's no – and, but it's it's been bad for a lot of unforeseen circumstances, like Lamonte out for the year. Bowden just didn't – he just is incapable of being the guy. 
And I think Rick Barnes and the staff thought he could really be the guy, but he just isn't living up to that. And I think Josiah James, you know, he's impacted the game in so many ways. I thought, I think they thought he would be a lot more aggressive on the offensive end and be able to use his body to score points. And it just hasn't been the case. Right. And then, you know, Plofsic, he missed the whole half the season pretty much. Um, and he's a freshman. He hasn't played any college basketball. Right. So, And he's been very underwhelming. And, and I'm sure the coaching staff hoped that wouldn't be the case. So your your bigs, um, Plofsic, he's, he, like you said, he's a freshman. And your primary ball handler, Viscovi, is a freshman. Yeah. Who's been on campus for like a month. Right. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of things that just didn't work out in our favor. I think there were, were some mistakes. I feel like recruiting-wise, you probably could have oversigned some of those classes, like the DJ Burns class. DJ Burns was the only person in that class, and he was a bust. He proved that he could not handle the college life at that age. He reclassified. Right. Um, so he should have had another year of high school basketball, but reclassified and redshirted with Tennessee to be in that program and just couldn't handle it. Yeah, for what – I mean, we don't know the exact reason. We've heard rumors, but we right. don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he couldn't handle it. So that that was probably a mistake that you didn't oversign. I feel like Rick Barnes has probably learned that there's so much turnover in college basketball now right. that you have to you have to know somebody's gone after this year. You're not going to get everybody back. Like Just like next year, Bowden is supposed to be the only person that leaves that's playing right now. There's probably others that are gone. Yeah. I mean, from judging from who we're getting on campus and production wise, Jalen Johnson's probably leaving. Yep. Um, that's probably all I can think of right now. That would I think would go. I imagine he'll be transferring there next year. Which I thought he would leave. You thought he'd leave this year? Yeah. I think. He's I, I mean, minutes. I just, I just because there's min- there's minutes there for him to get if he'll play consistent basketball. Mm-hmm. So. No, I think the people who want to fire Rick are are insane. But I mean, the same people that want to fire Rick. So most of them will be like, I didn't want, I don't want Bruce back either. I don't, I want. They, they don't know who they want. They just, yeah. they want to complain about something and somebody. And I mean, ne- next year if we don't make the tournament with the guys you have coming in, then you can, we can talk. You know, be skeptical about Rick Barnes and his future at Tennessee. But we didn't pay him the amount of money to be the fifth best coach in college basketball. We paid him to not start over. Tennessee has the resources, has the money. Well, and, and the thing is too is like. And we didn't want to start. We didn't want to start over. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. You, and you're paying him top five money, but he also has put himself in a position over the span of twenty years, twenty five years, to get paid that amount of money. Yeah. I mean, you can't just I like I mean, cut his salary just because he's old, right? <laughs> and uh, I'm sure those people they complain at their jobs because they've been there longer than the new guy. But then, but what if the new guy's better than you? Yeah, I'm sure they can never accept that. So. I mean, we need to continue the success that this basketball program has because, I mean, Rick Barnes is old. I mean, he's not going to be here forever. So you want to make this program attractive for top talent. You want to make it attractive for, you know, the next basketball coach that we hire. I mean, this program was not attractive when Donnie Tindall left. No. I mean, we we lucked into Rick Barnes. Yeah. We lucked into Rick. If Texas hadn't hired him, we would have gotten stuck with Shaka Smart. And and I'll say stuck. We would have never gotten Shaka Smart. Mm -hmm. Let's be clear about that. But – I mean, look at it. Yeah, look at a guy. Shaka Smart is supposed to be the next up-and-coming guy. And Tank. So, like, you're not guaranteed anybody good ever. No. So. But I'm sure people don't. Yeah, I, I just don't get the that. whole, like, let's fire Rick Barnes over this season. And, 
I mean, I guess because we were just so spoiled the last two years to have such a good basketball program. But Tennessee's not a blue blood. Like, they don't just reload every single year. Like, it's not like Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky. Like, you don't have those types of recruiting classes. So, next right. year, I mean, it, it it is like you have to see a lot of improvement and you have to see a lot of development from those guys. Rick Barnes has proved he can develop guys, you know, like Admiral Schofield and Grant Williams. He's going to have to get some of those guys next year to be able to produce that aren't really producing right now. Right. I want Jalen Johnson to start producing really bad. Yeah. I think he can be a great player. I mean, I mean if is scoring 22 points, we just need a couple. Like, if Viscovi shoots a little better, Plofsic is more of – more effective. I mean, might have a decent team, right? Let's. I mean, so I don't understand. So one PM tip off Kentucky at Thompson Bowling Arena. I'm sure it'll be, especially coming off of a breath of fresh, fresh breath, breath of fresh air, if I can speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that win, sure it'll be a uh, full Thompson Bowling Arena. I just. I mean, I don't know how we're favored on uh, on ESPN's. Whatever. That's just basketball R- index. Rick Barnes. R- Rick Barnes has never lost to Kentucky at Thompson Bowling Arena. It's still wild to me. I like watching the two teams we played that have played for Kentucky and Tennessee this year. Oh yeah, absolutely insane. But I mean, it's kind of insane when you think that he's never lost Kentucky at home in the last right. four years. So, oh, absolutely. Um, but they've got four starters that average double digits. Also, so, I-, I meant to mention this when we were talking about recruiting and and the guys playing a different sport. Do you remember the last guy that tried to play? He was a basketball player that tried to play football. Do you remember that? You remember Melvin Goings? Yeah. I trying to play. Man. He played in like the spring game or something. I mean, it didn't work out. I didn't know that. I didn't know he actually like got to the point where he was. Legitimately he had, he had pad. He had pads. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was thinking about it today. I was like, man, some point guard. I remember him being just a buff point guard that tried to play corner. Yeah, it was didn't work out. Elvin Gun. That was, I mean, that was would have been when Dooley was here, right? Or was that older? Two thousand ten. That would have been Dooley's first year. Okay. Yeah, Dooley's first year. Yep. And Bruce Pearls would have already been gone. Dang, it's I been think, that. I long. think that would have been Conzo Martin's first year. It's been ten years. That's wild. Maybe maybe eleven was Conzo's first year. 11-12. Okay. Well, Melvin... No. Goins no, was, was a senior. His... His... Um, in 2010. I'm trying to think when Conzo Martin... I think 10... What? Oh nine ten would have been... There's no way. It's 10-11 had to be his first year. Okay. Oh, no. 11-12. I'm thinking way off. 11-12 was okay. Conzo's first year. Okay. So, I was... So, Bruce right was still second here. Second time, wrong the first and third. <laughs> So, Derek Dooley's second season would have been Conzo Martin's first. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know about this game. Kentucky's a good basketball team. They have good bigs. Nick Richards. They have a good point guard, Ashton Hagens. Quickly's good. Um, I just, I don't know. I mean, they, what's their rebounds? They average 37.9 rebounds. Nick Richards averaged 2.9 offensive rebounds per game. John Fulkerson's gonna have to have a big game. I mean, right. if, if he's the gonna be the, life. yeah, if he's gonna be the guy for us down the stretch, 
We got to play through him, and we got to knock down some freaking shots. Somehow, some way, find a way. Yep. Bowden, please don't disappear for a half. For a half, just just play two halves, forty minutes. Yeah, I mean, some final like at least let's let's don't even go forty minutes. Let's go thirty minutes. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Give us thirty minutes. How many minutes he played? Thirty eight last night. Yeah, something like that. Thirty. Give it. Give us thirty minutes. That's all we ask. That's it. Because I don't I mean he didn't do anything before halftime. So. Right. Absolutely nothing. We need more from our bench. Kentucky's yeah, going to be. If we're averaging less than three points from our bench, which I think it might be less than two from our bench, definitely since SEC play started. Yeah. I'd say. Because I know Kansas, we only got like one. And then since then, it's not been anything pretty. I think this is going to be big also. I mean, we need Josiah James back to defend some of these guards. Um, but I think Viscovi, you know, he's going to have to step up defensively and, and defend Ashton Hagens. He's averaging seven assists per game. He also averages 3.4 turnovers per game. So who's going to win the turnover battle? I mean, if we can if we can get 20 turnovers out of Kentucky, I mean, I like our chances. Yeah, a oh, bit. absolutely. I mean, I don't think we're going to shoot like we did against Alabama every single game. I mean, it's it's becoming a trend, but I don't think it's definitely set in stone that we're just that bad at shooting. Right. If Bowden can fix it, we're on a really good track. Yep. It's going to be a rocking environment, though. I, I mean, anytime Kentucky comes to town, it's, it's going to be fun. We got our tickets yet? No, tomorrow okay. would be Okay, tomorrow it opens? Yeah. Sweet. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I love the – I love, like, the midday games, too. Basketball. I love midday basketball games. They're nice. Yeah. You get over – like, you don't have to get down there, like, too early to get a good parking and get into the arena, and then you're out by three. You usually awesome. eat before. I love it. Yeah, it's nice. I love it. Let's talk about some SEC basketball. I don't think there was too much madness last night. Auburn did almost get beat by Arkansas, though. So, I guess there was almost some madness. Arkansas is good. They are good. They are good. I mean, Mason Jones had and, 40 points. And Auburn's good. Auburn's good, too. But they're not, like, far and away better than any other, like, topper or upper SEC teams. Yep. So. Missouri's bad. <laughs> yeah, Missouri is terrible. We're Thankfully, Missouri and Vanderbilt are keeping us – above the waterline. Yep. When it comes to SEC basketball. Which we we get we get Vandy in a couple weeks. Or a couple two weeks. We need it. Yeah, a little less than two weeks. So that'll be nice. Thank God. We need yeah, we need some relief right now. Uh Kentucky beat Mississippi State eighty to seventy two last night. So, I mean that's not a complete thumping yeah. of a team we saw recently. Collins was gone after this year. Speaking of Missouri, right? Oh yeah, gotta be okay. He's oh yeah. God. Georgia's up. That game is the, their team is just hard to watch. Like it's not even like no, it's like they're bad and it's and they play so slow. It's oh my god. If there's a petition me. out, we are gonna find out that Conzo Martin actually did that to the Tennessee team to motivate them. Yeah, because they made that big that deep SC, or that deep tournament run after that petition. Yeah, so I think they had to go. I think they made a pretty deep uh, SEC tournament run too. I don't remember. I that. can't remember. I mean, that was Stokes. They didn't win it. We didn't. That was win Stokes it. and Maimon and yeah, yeah. We lost to Josh Michigan Richardson off a of freaking official, a block call, right? Yep. That's bad. Georgia's up on Florida tonight, seventeen to ten right now. They've got they're like nine minutes through the first half. South Carolina's down to Ole Miss right now. Mm. Oof. And then Vanderbilt and LSU play. Ooh, I'm. At- what about that? Oh, victory cap. Yeah, you better victory put that on. Cap. For me, it's it's been a while. I forgot. I, I forgot I had it. 
We'll be wearing yeah. it a lot in the spring. Thank you, baseball. Absolutely. I hope so. I'm pumped for that. Oh, yeah. Went in, put a, put in for our media passes, so. We'll be there. We will be there. You better be, too. Well, I kind of want to get a, a patio for one year. Do a patio? That'd be fun. Yeah, let's do it. I don't know how let's much they it. are, but that'd be fun. We'll look into it. We can't do it a day where it's just. That day we went for like, we were there for like four hours. I don't know. Oh, against Ole Miss? Long. Ole Miss. The sun was terrible. Yeah. It was, like, we can't do anything like that again. Like, that was in May. I mean, as sure. soon as you walked in, like, you just immediately started yeah. sweating. I'm pretty sure it was, like, in the middle of May. Cannot it was one out. of those, like, sweaty days where you just want to take your clothes off and just throw them away after you take them off. Yeah, I didn't do that, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> but that's that's what I felt like. I'm like, these are that disgusting. Wet. Yeah. You little butt sweat going on? Yeah. <laughs> what did, I was listening to somebody, oh my gosh, what did they say? can't remember. I'm not, not, it was something about butt sweat and it was hilarious. It was like something I could never articulate, but it made sense. Yeah. Because they were talking about like walking around at a theme park. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. And you, I mean, like, and you it was like the worst of summer. Like khaki shorts are the worst. Oh, yeah. I don't like in the summer, I don't wear khaki shorts. Yeah. Don't do it. Because like swamp ass is just yeah. like coming out. Oh, yeah. Especially in Tennessee. Yeah. It's so miserably <laughs> hot. We're talking about the Super Bowl. Let me tell you guys about my bookie. I don't know about you, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try Parlay. If you like a couple of the big favorites this week, Parlays are perfect because they could let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. If you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. If you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Just use the promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Go over there and check them out. What about the Super Bowl? I told you guys the Chiefs would win. I, there was never a doubt in my mind. Ever. I tried to put six grand on it. Oh, that was us. Hey, hey, guys. I tried to put six grand on it, but Chad wouldn't take it. So you won 30, right? Yeah, I won 30. 30. Uh, 40. 40. Yeah. Because he tried to bet 30, and I said at least 50, which is a far cry from 6,000. Right. Yeah. But you definitely won. I met, him, in, I met him, you know. I was willing yeah. to. Uh, I was, you could have. 6,000 to, to 40, you know, that's. Well, 50, I, I tried to get 50. Oh, you so tried to get, I, I mean, tried you end up 40. And yeah, we, <laughs> he was able to talk me all the way down from 6,000 to, it is what it is. Chad should be a used car salesman then. I mean, he might be able to sell some cars like Bush Jones. He might be able to. I don't know, I'm a pretty easy sell, so. Oh, okay. He didn't have to work you're really hard. You're one of those. Yeah, he didn't have to work hard. You're one of the, the homeless people know you're coming. Right. Like, oh, there's that idiot. He'll give me some money. No, I've got good about the homeless people. You just oh. be really rude to them. Oh. Like if you're nice, they're like, oh, but you just got to be mean. So, like, how are you mean? Just like, I'm just like no, no, I hate you. You stink. I'm just I'm like, like, no. What? Oh, just, just direct. Okay, just firm. Like, if you're like, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash today. They're like, oh, it's, a cool, it's okay. I have a square reader as they pull out their Samsung Galaxy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like. All right, how much you want? <laughs> oh, if they pull one of them things out, then I'm definitely going to be mean. No, I mean, I've never had that happen to me. I've heard the stories about that, though. That's I'm just crazy. saying, like, they'll be like, 
oh, come on, you don't have anything. If like you're like, no, I don't have any cash. Whereas now I've learned if I'm just like, nope. Like, I thought, okay. like you said, you're you're mean. Like you, I'm you're sorry. Firm. firm is the better yeah. word. Firm but is- mean, I was like, man, you're just out here roasting homeless people. That's messed up, man. No, I'm not that. I'm not mean. Firm is the right word. Firm is the correct word. I'm sorry. So I know you stink. I'm like, yeah. hey, Caleb, yeah. messed up. <laughs> I'd want money too if I was you. Or like you wouldn't know what to do with it. It might be accurate. <laughs> I have when it's cold. I'm always, I always tell the home. I'm like, hey, go buy some whiskey. Like it's gonna be a cold night, man. <laughs> go stay warm somehow. <laughs> go buy you some whiskey. Oh I mean, my gosh, that's great advice. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be sitting out in 20 degree weather and you don't have an option, like you best believe I'm going to buy some whiskey. Your your nuts are your warmest part of your body. That's my yeah, advice. So, <laughs> what about for a female? No advice. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan some, gave up. I don't another, know some butt sweat. I don't it, know. It wasn't the same as a 28 to three loss, by the way. But all the same, you still you still kind of killed yourself, shot yourself in the foot. Yeah, it was. What about that clock management at the end of the half? I didn't realize you got a poor PI call, but still. Why not yeah. call a timeout? Like, you didn't control the clock when you could control it. And that's a, I feel like that's an issue. I feel like that's clock management one-on-one. Do you think he was playing Andy Reid and he was like, all right, Andy Reid's going to do something dumber than I am, so I'll just wait. Maybe. I don't know. Kyle Shanahan, he's, ugh. First off, the logo on his hat was way too small. Did he even know he was coaching for the 49ers? He, <laughs> yeah. He wears that hat all the time. He wears Does it he, every game. Is he, like, not proud to be a 49er? I'm like, dude, are you trying to be, like, a, a hipster? Like, that's the hat it reminds me of. I feel like he's, like, not proud to be a 49er. Ooh. Hot take? Maybe. Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to coach 49ers because of his hat? Maybe it says something different. Maybe it doesn't even say doesn't 49ers. Say, I, I honestly could not tell you. You know what else is small is uh, the logo that Missouri okay. tweeted out. That was hilarious, actually. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, that, that was, was funny. I liked it. I'm glad we didn't leave at halftime like everybody, though, because yeah. it was a good game. Which I said, if it wasn't a good game, I was going to leave at the end of the third. But I stayed for the whole thing. Yeah, it was good. Missed the post-game celebration. Um, and Patrick Mahomes' brother doing just the weirdest stuff. Yeah. I've never even heard of him until people were tweeting about him. I've heard of now, him I have a way more bit. concern for him than I do the halftime show. So was he Bond famous or is he just TikTok famous now? Judging by how old he is, I'm going to go just TikTok. Because he's only like 18 or 19. Okay. He's not very old. Mm. He's younger than Mahomes, I think. Yeah. So Mahomes is only 24. Right? 25? Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't he just like... Yeah, like in front of the stage, just doing the... What every high schooler does nowadays, which is very annoying. I mean, that's what I was doing d- during the J-Lo Shakira halftime show. I was just... I mean, uh, sex appeal, man. There, a lot of people were like, "Why did they? Uh, Why did they pick J Lo and Shakira?" I'm like, "Who cares? They're hot." <laughs> I'm just like, "How many guys watch the Super Bowl?" Right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not rocket science. It's. It, I mean, and for all the people complaining about, it, just turn the TV off. Like you do it every day. Do you do you let your kids watch HBO because yeah. it's on? No, turn it off. Did you watch every Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> I mean. It, it's mind-boggling the amount of people. What if my kids saw it? Well, you're a shitty parent. If, that, if that's your argument, like you know what else your parent, your kids could see porn if you allow them to see it. Turn it off. Yeah. Don't let them get on. The, like, okay, that's another thing. Not actual porn, but your kids have seen way worse. Oh yeah, on the internet. If your I mean, kid has a cell phone, they've seen way worse. Like that's not a hot take. That's not guessing. If your kid has a cell phone, 
And I'm not saying like, it doesn't matter the monitors you have at home or whatever. If your kid has a cell phone, they've seen worse. Oh yeah. Or at I least mean, it, it just it, as bad. It pops up on people's timeline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just scrolling through Twitter. And I'm like, Whoa, oh, yeah. I'm at work, buddy. Yeah. Like, dang, don't be retweeting that. Don't look. At Neil and Mafia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes buddy, you scare me. I'm like, I scroll past really quick. I love you. That's fine. That but, is, that is true. I mean, yeah, I, you've retweeted multiple boobies on my timeline. I'm not complaining. Wait, don't, don't me. No, no, Neilan. Okay, you said you. I don't. Like, I don't. I don't want people to get Neelan. confused that I'm. I'm retweeting that stuff. You might have accidentally liked it. I might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, poor fat thumbs. But no, yeah, I. Oh gosh, we've gone on some tangents that are. <laughs> yeah, no. If it's you're fun. Kid, it's all in fun. If you're complaining about the Super Bowl, I, you're annoying. Just quit being annoying. Also, like, sorry, the Super Bowl happened. I don't sure. even think what was what was so bad. Apparently, there was a really bad JJ shot of oh, J Lo, which I, I don't remember. I that. missed that. I, I must have been that. eating Rotel dip, which was good. Yeah, not better than J Lo's for JJ. So I mean, I'm pretty sad I missed that. I was I was kind of weirded out by Shakira just doing the. I was weirded out by she is for someone who can shake her ass. She is a terrible dancer. <laughs> terrible dancer. You know what I mean. Yeah, like she could, like she could dance at Hannah's. All right. Yeah, but you put her like on a stage for a recital, not a chance. Yeah, not a chance. I don't know. I just like it's girls shaking their butts. Like, yeah, I don't even know if you can classify that as dancing. So I stand by my. She's a terrible dancer. Take yeah, me. I mean, I'm just talking <laughs> about the the people who are offended. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I guess people are going to be offended by everything. Anything, yeah, and it is funny. Like everyone that's offended by it are conservatives. Who like for like the last four years have been yelling about how people have been snowflakes? Like, oh, well, you're a snowflake. Con- oh, I don't oh know. now women offend you. Interesting. <laughs> there, there was, there was one girl. Um, she was at work, and I'm not gonna name names. Um, no, name it. Drop. No, I'm not. I'm, just I'm not name dropping. Um, but the guy was like, "Yeah, I hated the the halftime show." And the girl like walked up, and she was like, "Because it's women," and he was just like, "Oh, no, no, that's no, like no. that is." Great entrapment. So yeah. Shout out to her. I yeah. love that. She, I mean, she went right for the throat. Yeah. No, that's what you have to do to really get to these people. It is, um, yeah, no, the outrage about the halftime show will just always be. And it's funny because it's every year. Like last year, there were people complaining about it. Not as many because it was a dude. Which, again, is, I, I get why nobody was outraged about Adam Levine shirtless. I was outraged that he looked that good. He's pretty old. He's like 41, isn't he? He's a, like tattoos like everywhere like it's not yeah, it's even very like... strange it kind of they kind of looked like fake it looked like he was cast to be a gang man, gang member yeah in a it, movie it, it looked like yeah prison tats yeah. i'm like why are they like not there was no like theme going on it was just like the theme was tattoos <laughs> here's a tat here's a tat i watched the tat, birthday here's... episode of the office last night the theme is birthdays <laughs> not a theme <laughs> I'm gonna look at like I'm gonna look at his tattoos because I remember thinking they're pretty absurd. But we're gonna look at them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought the the game was good. I I like that Andy Reid finally won a Super Bowl. I kind of like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I think he's the lion below his belly button. It's pretty solid. Yeah. I just like <laughs> why are there? There's like like none what of them touch. Kinda, it looks like a ram. It looks like an eagle. That the eagle's wings are ram horns. Yeah, that looks weird. <laughs> it looks like the North Carolina Tar Heel. But an eagle. Right. An eagle <laughs> form. America. You know. America. Yeah, these are interesting. True love. 
That's that one's weird. Also, did you watch The Bachelor or, last night? I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to get into The Bachelor. I mean, I've talked can. about it a lot at work. Um, <laughs> Is that so, all you talk about? Did you guys well, see The Bachelor last night? It's kind of weird. Like, girls, no, no, no. Like the my team like knows I watch The Bachelor, and so they're always like, "Hey, did you watch The Bachelor?" To like anybody who walks by, and they're like, "Yeah, I watched it." So like now I have people that actually come to me act, after right. every episode want to talk actually about want the to conversate about The Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have real conversations about it? Yeah. Do you like break it down like the the woman like? Yeah, I was. I'm. I don't like this girl. I like this girl. I don't know why Peter did that, but yeah, well, we have good conversations. We should make like a Bachelor Club. I feel like that's kind a bachelor of like a, book club. That's like a strip club name. Um, <laughs> that is like the definition. Of yeah, strip club. yeah. So maybe not that name, but uh, Ole yeah. Miss is up thirty-one to seventeen. I'm sorry. I'm just we keep talking about the bachelor, but I just yeah. want to stay. There. Um, yeah, I thought the Super Bowl was good. Yeah, I. To, also, like the why did they stop running the ball? Why did why did the Forty ers stop running the ball? I don't know. Most, most why did they stop good. giving it to Debo Samuel? Oh, dude, that dude's. I would have put him up in the back, line him up in the backfield. At, yep. If they were, if we couldn't throw on him or couldn't hand it off and run, I just line Debo Samuel up in the backfield. Yep. At least the ball's in your best player's hands. One of your best players. Yep. I'd say in the Super Bowl, he is probably arguably your best player. Yeah, him or Mozart. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely but wasn't Jimmy G. It was not Jimmy G. He looked good, though. Shout out to him. Yeah. He's got that Tom Brady look where he just doesn't sweat. And I appreciate that. Like, that Tom was, Brady's never sweat a day he, in his life. No. He just looks. He's got to keep his face pristine for kissing, kissing kids, kissing yeah, babies. It's weird. His kids. I don't know if that's better or weirder, but <laughs> I don't know. No clue. Not sure. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. Did next you week. let Tom Brady kiss your kid on the forehead or the yeah. lips? The Not forehead? the lips. That's weird. The forehead, yeah, like the Pope. I'd, I'd ask him to. Like oh, okay. as he's you walking would, you would ask him to. I'd be like, please baptize my son with your lips. <laughs> So would you rather okay? Would you rather Tom Brady kiss your kid on the forehead or Peyton Manning kiss your kid on the lips? I don't think that's an option for Peyton Manning. Maybe like teabagging my son, but I take Tom Brady in that case. <laughs> Peyton, do I get paid for this? Is there money involved? I don't know. You might get an autograph. <laughs> do I get a settlement? Maybe. Uh, I'm gonna let Tom Brady yeah. kiss my baby because <laughs> like, the other one's weird, very weird. Either way, whatever, whichever way we're going with that. Yeah. Who would you rather your kid get hit with a football by? Oh, Peyton Manning. Yeah. Because he's going to get yelled at, and that's going to be good for him. Yeah. I feel like Tom Brady would, like, run over to him and try to comfort him, and that's – I'm not that kind of parent. So, yeah. Or I won't be that kind of parent. Get up. Like, yeah, like – Catch you, it. You it. <laughs> yeah. Just catch – he hit me in the head. Catch it next time. Go sit in the Porter John. Think porter about what you want. Do you call it a Porter that, John? No, that's an SNL skit. I'm pretty sure he calls it uh, a Porter okay. I'm pretty sure he calls it a Porter John. Porter John. I don't remember. Segments. Segments. Jumbotron. Best, Jumbotron. Ha- best Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. I- I'll go first because I'm going to still land. The, um, was it a Bud Light commercial or was it Doritos Bud Light commercial? Seltzer. Bud Light Seltzer. But it's also Bud Light too because he gets He both. did a Doritos commercial too, didn't he? I don't know. Maybe not for the Super Bowl, but maybe, I don't know. Mm. But Post Malone's Bud Light commercial okay. was yeah. awesome. My favorite one was Little Nas X. Ah, uh, that one was in the the Cool Ranch Doritos, yeah, yeah, Samuel Sam Elliott, yeah, with the the mustache, yeah, I like that one, yeah, that was good. Uh, this one was, I mean, kind of funny, but just entertaining too. Uh, Bill Murray's Groundhog Day with the Jeep, the Jeep commercial, yeah, I like that commercial. I like that one too. Um, also have the the Boston Smock Pack. Ah, that one was good. I don't John like Krasinski. I don't like Krasinski having that hard of a 
accident, but it yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. Do you think he actually has that, or that was a front? I no, I don't. I've really seen him like outside of like. Yeah, I think I've listened to a few interviews. I don't think it's. I think he does have a little bit of an accent, but it's not that strong. Smack pack. Yeah, he. Uh, but he did that little skit with Jimmy Kimmel and, um, uh, oh my gosh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. He mm-hmm. did the that little skit about the Deflate Gate. Yeah, and he has that hard accent huh. too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm still another. Well, let's, let's, I'm just scrolling through trying to find out all the good ones. Some of these I don't even remember. I was trying to protest it though. In fairness to me, the Planters Peanut one was kind of creepy. I'll be honest. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll be 100 percent honest. I was. Very, give me your third, so I don't. I, I was very intrigued by the Shining one with the the no sugar. Mountain Dew or, or something mm. like that. The Zero Mountain Dew. What, is that your third? What's your third one? So I don't steal yours. Yeah, that, 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 that's my third that's one. Third? Just okay. because, like, it caught my attention, but I, because I was like Mountain Dew. Gotcha. I'll go. The, I'll go the Jason Momoa one. That one was that weird, was a good but one. But I laughed. Yeah, that like, was you laughed throughout yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So that was a good one. I forgot. I laughed about that one. Or I'll 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 do that one. Yeah, those were good. Super Bowl commercials. I was kind of pissed that they released some of them before. That was kind of lame, but hopefully they don't do that next year. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I don't know how many got released. I know the peanut one had like a, had a that one was fair because it had like a sequel to it, so that one's fine. Also, what was the guy from Horrible Bosses? He was in a bunch. Oh, um, and he's from uh, Charlie. Yeah, he well Charlie from Always Sunny. Yeah, I, I honestly his, cannot remember his actual. I don't know name. his real name either. If you hadn't asked me, I could have told you. <laughs> yeah, fun facts. Stupidity. I think I've only got one. Okay, Not two. What you got? Um. I haven't got it yet. My first one's got to be the the John Fulkerson lineup from last night. <laughs> that was pretty incredible. I mean, he was a player of the game. So who is that? That's got to be an Alabama player. I think right? it's an Alabama player. Right, I don't know, you know who, who exactly it is. It is. No, he's pretty ugly. Yeah, he is ugly. <laughs> uh, my first one is Chad Wyatt. He tweeted, "You know who I've lost a lot of love for? All caps, phony, just lowercase now." Ass at Drake. Zero recognition of Kobe Bryant's passing. Not even an acknowledgement. An absolute total clown. What? What? Oh. Why? I don't know. That what? doesn't make any sense. Was he close to Kobe? Drake? I don't. I wouldn't think. So. I mean, even if he is, he probably, he have to, he is probably he re- knew. Kobe, is he required to say anything? I don't know. What That's a bum. weird dude. He's such a bum. The my next one is it involves the Atlanta Falcons. Um, it says breaking news: we will not pursue negotiations with Vic Beasley this offseason. And my man Austin, Boston Austin, said Boston. source question mark. And the Falcons <laughs> said literally us, the Falcons. <laughs> That's happened several times in the last few years. Where like those kind of like the actual team accounts will tweet that, and they always respond with like something like that. It's us. Like, we are the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. I, love I love those. That. Those are great. Yeah, any more? Um, I have one more. Donnie T. Donnie Tindall? No, Donnie Trump. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? He says, congratulations Back? to the Kansas City Chiefs on a great Golly. game and fantastic comeback under immense pressure. You represented the great state of Kansas and, in fact, the entire USA so very well. Our country is proud of you. I'm actually meant to mention that because, like, I mean, I don't 
I I don't. Why would you? Why would you not fact check that before you tweet that? Also, like, do you think it's actually him tweeting? Oh yeah. Or is it, or is it like an intern? Oh, okay. that's him. Okay, that's, that's his account. <laughs> that's hilarious. like that's just the Donald Trump account, right? Not the president of the United States one. Yeah, no, yeah. that's him. Okay, that's that's his. That's the one where he's like threatened Iraq and <laughs> threatening so, other countries over. I mean, is this like a? Is he throwing? Sh- was he a 49ers fan and just like throwing shade? I don't think he knew that Kansas City was in Missouri. That's hilarious. Which, like, in fairness, there is a Kansas City, Kansas, but I feel like you should probably know that that's not as prominent of a city. Like yeah. Kansas City is like the actual like, and it's like it's bigger like a known... side of Kansas City. Yeah, it's a pretty known thing. Yeah. Uh, I, ouch. <laughs> bad bad look for our POTUS. Glad it wasn't me. <laughs> you got anything else? That's all I got. Uh, we do have some questions. Oh, questions. Let's answer them. Um, so my man Bill Peak eighty nine says projection on next year's record. Um, I think he's talking about football. Uh, I think I said last last week we talked about it. I feel like your your ceiling's probably like ten wins with a bowl win. My only issue is like if you're winning nine games and you're playing in a tougher bowl, maybe maybe tough to get that tenth win. So I think you're going to be sitting right around like anywhere between eight and ten. I feel like it's probably your sweet spot. Yeah. I would say the same. Probably. Your division should get tougher. Kentucky should be better. South Carolina should be better. I don't think they will be. Georgia and Florida. Florida should be better. Georgia should be about the same. The SEC gets tougher. Thankfully, you do play Arkansas this year. That's nice. Alabama's Alabama. You do play you, Oklahoma. You play at Oklahoma. Yeah. Like, your schedule's tough. Your division's tough. It's going to be a tough year, but I feel like eight to ten wins is probably your sweet spot. Yeah. You might. Like, 11's, like, I feel like a really good year. 11 wins with a bowl win. Yep. So eleven and that'd be eleven and uh, two. Yeah, I think you beat the people you should, and then maybe try to steal some from you know Florida, right. Oklahoma, Alabama, something like that, Georgia. Yeah, something like that. We'll see. Um, yeah, eight and four, I think. So those four losses are probably pretty dang close to guaranteed, and um, maybe try to get a ninth bowl win. That would be nice. That'd be I would not nice. be that, that upset. Love... Depending on depending on how those games go that we lose, uh, I would not be terribly upset about those. By those. Um, we also have Bill Peak another one. He said, "Who do you think the starting quarterback will be um, for the Oklahoma game?" Mm. It's gonna be whoever starts against uh, Charlotte. The opener? yeah, it's gonna be whoever starts against Charlotte. Yeah, can I say that? <laughs> I completely agree. It's it's gotta be. So that's an acceptable answer. Cool. Go. Especially if if you start if you start JG Harrison Bailey will not start at Oklahoma. No. So you, if start, you start Harrison, Harrison Bailey. Bailey. Harrison Bailey is like I feel like there's a ninety percent chance he starts. Yep. So I'm gonna go Harrison Bailey. All right, take the hot take. I mean, I'm I'm doing it. I I'm rolling it with it. Everybody's like, he, he's not gonna be a godsend. He's a freshman. You know, hope is what keeps this world moving. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I continue to say this. Like Bo Nix came in and did a fine job with Auburn. He he wasn't the the savior for Auburn, but he right. did a good enough job to lead them to wins. You know. Right. Do just enough to get that offense where they can win football games with that incredible defense, and I think Harrison Bailey could do the same thing. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Right. Um, my next one, Ethan Dixon. He says, "Which three-star recruit are you most excited for?" Obviously, we're excited for Harrison, Key, Wideman, Morvin, and Amari, etc. So, three-star that you're most excited for. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I think my one. Is, is a guy that got an offer from this staff uh, at camp and committed on the spot. And they, you know, thought they'd actually have to fight, you know, but he always stayed true to his commitment. And that's 
Javante Spragans. Okay. Apparently, he's already asking Pruitt for the playbook. You know, he's not getting on campus till the right. summer, um, but he already wants in the playbook. He's already already starting, and I think he he come from one of the best programs in the country, and I think he could be a real player for this. And, and he got a huge bump when two four seven did their rankings. He went from like eight hundred to like three like three or four hundred. Wow. So he got a huge bump. So I think Javante Spragans is is one I'm most excited for. I know it's not a big you know, offensive linemen don't get all the respect they deserve. But I mean, they are key when it comes to winning football games. Right. Right. Uh I like Spragans a lot. That was uh possibly gonna be mine. I'll just kinda go a different direction though, just to have some variety. T Hodge. I don't mean you're looking at a pretty deep backfield, but he's a different type of back than we have on campus. Um, yeah. A little bit bigger. So I'm excited to see how the staff uses him. Local kid from Maryville. Um, I, I think anytime a local kid is successful anywhere, but especially UT is exciting. Um, so I'm curious to kind of see how we how they use him. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, That's all we got. That's all we got, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Saturday, Kentucky. Then we'll be back on Sunday. Thank you all so much. Remember, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Where there's a podcast, you can find us. Appreciate you guys listening. We got us a top 10 class. And we're bringing the boat in, and we out.